Welcome to Analog Jones in the Temple of Film. I'm Steve. And I'm Matt. And we're a VHS vlog thing. I don't know what this is. But we're having fun on video. Podcast. Whatever. All of it. This is week three of Tarantine-tober. And what do we do? Where's it at? Pulp Fiction. There it is. Right here. Sorry, did I break your concentration? Miramax Films asks the question, what are two hitmen, one girlfriend, a boxer, and the secret suitcase have in common? That's a good question. The answer, they're all part of the most electrifying film of the year. John Travolta, Samuel L. Jackson, Uma Thurman, Harvey Keitel, and Bruce Willis. You won't know the facts until you see the fiction. All fiction, rated R. Starts October 14th everywhere. This is the gourmet shit. Yeah. We're hitting the top of the little uh, Tarantino uh, mountain, at least in the 90s. Yeah, well, we, d- we planned it nicely. We did two kind of like written ones, and then we do the one right in mm-hmm. the middle, and then we kind of do uh, two more kind of weirder ones to end it out. But like, you know, we did it, we did it right, I think. This is the big one. Yeah, the, the masterpiece. The right? pinnacle. And uh, as you can see, we have a little bit of a new setup here. Um and uh, I hope you like it. I took all of your suggestions and then just uh, did something. So I was proactive. You didn't take the suggestion when they were like, cut out the terrible co-host, though. <laughs> uh, no one said you that. Did, you didn't keep that. You didn't take that one to heart. Only though. Ashley said that, which uh, was weird. Yeah. She's, no, weird. she's usually very supportive. Yeah, but not uh, doesn't think I should be in this podcast. I'm just dumbing it down for everybody. <laughs> Is it so she can just keep you for her podcast? Uh, no, no. Uh, that one, that one's uh, that's that's when we do at two in the morning. You know, <laughs> uh, if you've heard any of those episodes, those happen. You know, very late at night anyway. So <laughs> well, you got to tell them the name now. The AF High List, uh, if you ever want to hear a podcast on the 100 greatest movies of all time, but with the use of drugs. <laughs> yes. And not heroin, no, like not, Pulp Fiction. Not, not the Pulp Fiction uh, adrenaline needles happening, though. None of that. None of that needs to happen. Well. I feel yeah. like I'm going to touch Pulp Fiction every time we say Pulp Fiction. I'm just going to touch it. Pulp Fiction? Take yeah. a shot every time we say Pulp Fiction, which will mean you'll, you're dead. Yeah. And um, it's not... I always got mad because my family uh, would say pup, pump, pump fiction. And I was like, no, it's pulp fiction. And what's the difference? A lot. But <laughs> if you're not going to get it. Anyway, let's get into this massive movie. I mean, this thing came out in 1994, May of 94. And then, uh, you know, made $213 million. Yeah. Well, it came out in Cannes. Well, yeah, that's where it like started the hype train, you know, and then did the festival circuit. And then in October, we actually got the real release of it. So this is in order because Natural Born Killers came out in August of 94. And then this was October, the wide release of this. And then that was Tarantino fever. Everybody loved Tarantino. (laughs) Everyone wanted a piece of Tarantino. Yes. And I feel like after Jackie Brown, what was that, 97? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like after Jackie Brown, he just did he just take off for a while. He's just like, I think so. Yeah, yeah, there really wasn't a lot of like super Tarantino-y stuff after Jackie Brown, which is a shame because Jackie Brown's a really good movie. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's Robert De Niro. One of Robert De Niro's odd choices in acting that I like. Oh yeah, one of his yeah. best like late '90s performances yeah. for sure, for sure. But uh, and another guy in that movie that was really good. I like him much better in Pulp Fiction is Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, he's really yep. good though in Jackie Brown. Definitely a very yeah. different character. <laughs> yeah, but in this one is like his lines are so much more memorable. His, yeah, yeah, his speeches. Yeah, I mean, anytime you get a guy who's murdering people doing Bible quotes, mm. I'm game. I'm yep. like 100. percent Yeah, with that fro, that fro that just never stops curling everywhere. Yeah. Which, which is so funny. I'm looking at it now. The back. He does not have the fro, because obviously when they did the publicity stills, he had cut his hair. Yeah, he kind of looks so like what he, he looked like in Jurassic Park. Yeah, he looks, or like, sort of like, more like today, too, I guess. Like, he, like, yeah. just the classic Sam Jackson look is what's on the back. Uh, he doesn't have that great head of hair that he has in the movie. Yeah, and what I always like is, like, I always, Sam Jackson to me always looks much more laid back than a lot of his early characters mm. that are constantly screaming. Yes, yes. He, he's much more of a, a Nick 
Not Nick Cage. Yeah, Nick Cage. Yeah. We're just like sitting back, kind of like, I feel like he's that type of guy, but he's so good at these characters. Yeah. He's the type of actor, you can give him bad dialogue and he turns it into something really good. You give him great dialogue like this, it becomes iconic. Yeah. And it helps a guy win two guys, right? They both won an Oscar, Tarantino and... um, Avery. Avery? Yeah, the writers. Were they both up there getting the Oscar? Mm -hmm. I think so. Thanks. Uh, This has been a very strange year. I can definitely say that. Um, You know what? I was trying to think. um, I think this is probably the only award I'm going to win here tonight. So I was trying to think. Maybe I should just say a whole lot of stuff right here, right now. Just get it all on my system. Because I thought about all year long. Everything building up and everything. And just blow it all. Just tonight. Just just say everything. But I'm not. Thanks. I want to thank my beautiful wife, Gretchen, who I love more than anything in the world. And I really have to take a pee right now, so I'm going to go. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. they just kind of like didn't let Avery talk uh, <laughs> because it was the Tarantino show. And Avery just wrote some of the stories. I mean... He probably cleaned up the script, too. There's, it's, there's two edges to the Avery story. It's like, was he just kind of up there to kind of steal the spotlight and, you know, try to try to be like, oh, I'm famous too, kind of like a coattail starfucker kind of situation? Or oh, I want was to be he... a starfucker. <laughs> it's pretty easy. Just follow him around. Uh, but uh, Or was he in the situation where he was kind of shafted? Like everybody was Maybe. giving like Tarantino. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. know. I don't know which side of it it is, but. I know that he kind of like disappeared after he did a couple more movies and then was gone. <laughs> I, yeah, you don't hear his name much. I'm sure he's probably making money being a script doctor. Maybe. Yeah. I would assume. Yeah, he's I working mean, in Hollywood, so I think he does have like a, a VOD movie coming out like soon uh, in October, but yeah. I'm not going to see it. So. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for those VOD movies. Oh, I love the VOD movies. <laughs> I look out for every Robert Davey VOD uh. movie. I bet he still wants to fight me. <laughs> Goonies episode, guys. Goonies, check it yeah, out. Check that out. <laughs> well, you got to describe the tape. Yeah, I guess I don't. I could. You could see it, so I don't need to like tell you too much yeah. about it. But also, like, do I really need to tell you about what the cover of Pulp Fiction looks like? You've yeah. seen it. <laughs> yeah, but it, here's a picture. Boom. Okay. Um, the Uma Thurman cover, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, Ten cents. Mm-hmm. The com- the comic book pulp novel look. That it has, um, she's reading a Pulp Fiction uh, book with the gun and the cigarettes. Very cool, very iconic, very nineties. I love how the names on it take up like ten percent of the entire VHS. Because there's a hundred fucking people in this movie. <laughs> there's so many. Uh, but flipping over to back, if you don't know what Pulp Fiction is about, this is this is your description. Pulp Fiction, the year's number one movie, according to People Magazine, Time Magazine, New York Times, and Entertainment Weekly. Critics and audiences worldwide hailed Pulp Fiction as the star-studded motion picture of the year. Writer-director Quentin Tarantino, Academy Award winner Best Screenplay, delivers an unforgettable cast of characters, including a pair of low-rent hitmen, uh, John Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson, their boss's sexy wife, Uma Thurman, and a desperate prize fighter, Bruce Willis, and a wild mix of explosive action and wickedly funny humor. Better-looking Uma Thurman. Pulp Fiction or... Batman and oh wait, is it Batman Forever or is it Batman, Batman Robin? Robin? Uh, Pulp Fiction. Mm, I don't know. I think I'm gonna go with Poison Ivy. All right. I just think yeah. That's... I, I I dig the short uh, black hair. <laughs> I like the I like this I like this look personally. Okay, cool. Uh, she's not in this movie anywhere near as much as I always think. Every time I put in this tape, I think she's in more of this movie. Yeah, no, she's the symbol for the movie. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. and I, and I mean it beyond just like the poster and the picture too. I mean, like everything is brought around the moment of the drug overdosing. You know what I mean? Like everything is sort mm-hmm. of about that. That's pretty. <laughs> it's your iconic. it's your main yeah. It's your main meat and potatoes of the movie. So yeah, that's why she's I think the <laughs> the vision of the movie. It's really good when he takes the lipstick. And a bullseye, but we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, we'll get into the trailers when we pop this tape in. We had yep. a lot. And I'm, uh, after going through our VHSs here through October, the le- the next three we're going to do, this one and the other two, 
I'm starting to become more impressed with the trailers of uh, Miramax. Yeah, they, they, in the 90s, like the early 90s, mid 90s or whatever, they hawked their shit. You yeah, know, they yeah. were they were like a new line where it was like, we're going to put out a tape, there's going to be 100 trailers on here. <laughs> I don't understand why more places didn't do the new line, and I guess Miramax, especially the, the full moon. I was like, you've spent all the money creating these, you know, movies or whatever you've got here. Yeah, sell it. This yeah. is your chance. Everyone's going to sit down. And, you know, America, they don't want to get up and press the fast... Well, I guess they would have remotes. But I don't have a remote, so I actually have to get up and press fast forward on my VCR. Well, so I we watch would all literally trailers. never do that anyway, though. Like, no, we are no. in it for the trailers and the weird shit that they stick on tapes uh, beyond the movie itself. <laughs> yeah, and the first one we get is Four Rooms. Yep, which is the next movie we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Um, but uh, ruined, ruined. Yeah, no, never gonna watch another episode. Listen to another episode ever again. Yeah, so um, we don't want to talk about that one that much. Uh, but the next one is fantastic because it's Halloween Six, the origin of Michael Myers. Before they changed yeah. the title, yeah, when it was still kind of like the producer's cut version that the trailer was for. Now, did Dimension do Halloween Six? Yeah. Okay, that explains why that's on this. Because I was trying to figure it out. Yeah, that that this is the first one. Okay. Because yeah, right. Dimension did six H two O and Resurrection and the no yeah and the Rob Zombie ones. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did do the. Yeah, but I, I think Miramax. They... I think Miramax is like name is proudly on the Rob Zombie ones. The Weinstein Company. Yeah. Oh, was it, it the Weinstein it was the same Company? Because okay. they were already gone from Miramax yeah. at that point. So, but yeah, it's the same concept. Yeah. That everyone's learning so much about stuff they don't care about, except the extreme nerds out there. That yeah, that are like, whoa, I agree. <laughs> you are correct. Uh, then we had Crimson Tide. Which, funnily enough, is another Tarantino. He worked on that screenplay, too. Yes, yeah, you told me that. So it's another one. another Tarantino connection one. Uh, he probably spiced up some of the dialogue. Yeah, and a, uh, there's a ton of pop culture references that got in. Okay. And then, right. have you seen Crimson Tide? Uh, it's been a while. Uh, I just remember... Well, you know, I don't remember. I remember there's a lot of blues and reds. Yes. Because we had the water and then the inside of the submarine. And it's constant fighting. Yes. So, yeah, Russia's it, in it? Right? And, uh, no, I, I don't remember. Uh, but Tony Scott directed that. So it's from, you know, he you know. brought on Tarantino to work on the script after they did that Romance sense. Together, which you guys talked about already. Um, but also, like, if you guys have seen... If you guys have seen Crimson Tide, basically uh, the plot point of Gene Hackman having like a little dog, that's Tarantino's addition sort of to the plot. <laughs> like, I guess Gene Hackman goes everywhere with this little dog throughout the movie. And Adding something to his character. Yeah, and that was a Tarantino touch. And then the rest is, yeah, just pop culture references and jokes and things like that. Uh, let's see. It's a, what else we had? Oh, Exotica? I... Okay, I've seen this tape a hundred times. I don't remember this. Yeah, I remember the font. Wasn't it like the really tall font on the VHS at the bottom? God, I don't remember. I don't remember. And I just watched this tape again. Pop a picture? (laughs) I have no idea how close I was. Uh, I hope I didn't think it was. But it was like an erotic thriller. Okay, yeah, I just forget about it every time. Yeah, it's... Moving on. Judge (laughs) Dredd. Because Judge Dredd is next. Yeah. I am the law! You know, I've never I've never seen this movie, but I do I think this one I'm due for a visit to because whoa, I feel whoa, whoa, like whoa, whoa, this whoa. would be my kind of trash. You've never seen this? No, I I like the I like the Carl Urban one, the recent dread movie that came out, uh, but I've never seen this one. But you really can't appreciate the Carl Urban one until you watch this. Like I have to earn the Carl Urban one. Yeah. I have to watch the well, no, garbage no, no. one with Rob Schneider, and then no. I can earn the, no, <laughs> the good one. You sat through enough shit. So <laughs> you, you're you, as you know, as a, a general audience needs to uh, that's earn it because you're just gonna appreciate it so much more <laughs> when you watch Stallone just go. I know this is the character. <laughs> throw his helmet away. He's just like, oh my god, and he can't say law correct. Law. Law. Yeah. And I remember then, that trailer, though. That I remember that. I am love. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, and then the bad guy in it, uh, I forget that actor's name, but he's. they're both just like competing to go over the top. Killed innocent people. The means to an end. You started a massacre. I caused the revolution. You betrayed the law. It's, I love the movie. It's not a good movie by any stretch of the imagination. 
It's garbage. Well, I want to see it. I got to see it. But, I have it, of yeah. course. I have the VHS. I will put it in one day. <laughs> but because it's such garbage and they just go, like, watch it. it it's garbo. But I wouldn't man. be surprised. Like, it, it, it's not anywhere on the internet or anything like that. But I would not be surprised, too, if that was another one that, like, Tarantino worked on. Like, Probably. doctored. You know, it was that time. And it's the kind of movie you would expect. But uh, moving on to the last one. Well, it's not really a trailer. Uh, it's a promo for the novel and soundtrack. Music gives me the handle that helps me find the spirit of the movie. Girl, you gotta get the record if you want to hear the whole thing. Yeah, and this was the only one I remembered uh, being on this tape. Like, I remember handing off the tape to you and being like, it's got... It's got the soundtrack commercial on it. I remember that. I didn't remember any of these trailers, and I like just watched it before I handed it off to you. <laughs> this is one of the first movies that, like, my mind. Uh, well, no, there's a few other ones. I think didn't Ninja Turtles two? Eh, maybe I'm making that up. No, I don't. But I, I specifically remember Tarantino and his soundtracks. Yes, always. Yes, because that's just what he did. He mm. wrote to you know he. He wrote his, you know, movies to music. To music, yeah, yeah. And oh. those soundtracks are killer. I own yeah. the soundtrack to this, Jackie Brown, um, Death Proof. I think those are the ones I own. Yeah, great soundtracks. Right, yeah. Uh, then we're gonna move on to the feature presentation. All right, let's play this bad boy. Okay, bam. So we're going to talk about the diner scene, the wraparound story, but the first part of it. Uh, who is this lady in this? Uh, uh, Amanda Plummer. Man, she plays crazy she, well. She's amazing. Yeah. I yeah. I love her in uh, So I Married an Axe Murder, the Mike Myers movie. Uh, she's oh, the also sister. Cra- yeah. She's also crazy in that. Oh, and she's right, wonderful yeah. in that movie. Yeah. Such a funny movie. Yeah, that's... A really... She's really funny in this, too. Yeah, well, yeah, like, especially at the end. But at the beginning, she's just, like, she's all over the place. It's like she just did a line of coke, and they're like, let's go! I think I, I think from what I've heard, she is just like that. Not, like, yeah. not like in real sense. life, but when you, like, put a camera on her, and you're like, all right, go. She just gets there, you know? <laughs> she doesn't need the drugs. She just is like that. Oh, like, okay. She could just Some turn that shit that. on, yeah. I can't turn that shit yeah. on. I You turn a camera on me, and I just, like, slowly go, you go down. down. Yeah. <laughs> By the end of this podcast, you're yeah, underneath yeah. the table. Right, like, exactly. Do you want to cook you or something? Yeah, just eat me. <laughs> Maybe some OJ? Um, Get some sugar in you? Yeah, but some people can do that, man. They just... Yeah. And that's why they're actors, I guess. But yeah, she's so good in this. Yeah, and then right after this scene, because, you know, they're about to rob the place, then we go off to Vinny Vegas and Jules. Vincent Vega. Or, I mean, it's, yeah, who did I say? Vinny Vegas. Yeah. Vincent Vega. Vinny, yeah, Vincent Vegas. Vinny Vegas sounds like a Street Fighter name. Yeah, that's like a video game yeah. name. But it probably is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's fun to see these two. Uh, an odd. I remember when this movie came out, a lot of people, you know, because John Travolta was on like one of his downslopes, and then this is one of his comebacks. Yeah, this was huge yeah. for him. Yeah, because after this, he loses his weight and then goes on to like face off Broken Arrow, and where John Travolta's like, yeah, now I'm an action star. Yeah, 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 he okay. did. And yeah. he was nominated for uh, an Oscar for this movie, and he hadn't really done anything sort of of like the i think he was coming off of the third look who's talking movie before this you know he hadn't really done anything of any prestige until this all the look who's yeah i mean that's what he was doing he was just like yeah okay romantic comedies fluff kids movies yeah gotta make your money i love those look who's talking movies when i was growing up man talking babies and dogs hell yeah that was my bread and butter when i was uh five years old (laughs) i haven't watched those in such a long time i have no idea if any of them hold up yeah no i just remember my aunt getting really mad that they showed sperm in one of them oh yeah uh yeah but this this probably helped bruce uh, too, I would imagine, because uh, he had just come off of like Hudson Hawk, the big old bump, which is a movie I fucking love, by the way. I, uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you one thing about Hudson Hawk uh, because it's insane. It is a different movie from scene to scene, and that is why I love it. He's wearing, <laughs> he's wearing a hat. Yes, and he looks. He's yeah. got his cool look in that. The, yeah. His uh, his uh, singer look. Uh, what's his? Doesn't he have like a, a character name a... for his singing? Uh, actor, I don't. I don't care. I don't. I don't really like Bruce Willis as a person, but I like him as an actor. So, 
Like later on in his career, he's just like got his eyes closed. Yeah, well, sleeping, what's my scene? Sleeping what's through my scene? movies. I'll just give me my dialogue. Never mind. I know what I'm doing. I'll make it up. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's it. good here though. This is when he still had no, his eyes open. No, this, this is when is... he still cared. And yeah, like you were saying, everybody's really good here. John Travolta's really good. Samuel mm. L. Jackson's incredible. Uh, Uma Thurman's really good in this. Uh, what's Ving Rhames is really good in this. Mm-hmm. I like all these. I like this cast a lot. This is the first movie I remember Vin Rhames in. I'm yeah. sure he'd been acting a long time before that, clearly, because he looks like he's probably in his mid late 30s here. Yeah, is um, in my minimal yeah. research I did. <laughs> very, very minimal. Yeah, very yeah. bare bones minimal. This seems to be the. Uh, breakout for him because after this I could see that yeah. was like mission impossible and con air mm-hmm. and stuff like that so i think this was a breakout ving rames performance and like rightfully so he's really good in this <laughs> and i really like him in Dawn, um the dawn of the dead remake oh yeah where he's yeah. always standing with the shotgun yeah. in his hands like uh, really weird but I, I don't know he's very funny yeah. in that movie yeah like, he is. It, but he's not playing it funny which is what makes it so funny he's playing it dead serious yeah, he's, he's fucking hilarious in it yeah he's just <laughs> completely serious we're, i i love that one but uh, getting into this when so they they get the briefcase and then we have samuel L. jackson doing the whole speech where they blow that guy away mm. how much do you want a burger when he's eating that burger <laughs> Uh, the flock of seagulls guy and Frank Wally yeah. and uh, they take Phil Lamar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's a really funny. Which Phil Lamar's in? Like what? Yeah, Mad TV's Phil Lamar I... is in this movie and he's good in it too. He's funny in this movie too. And the brother of um, uh, what's his name from Scream? And, yeah, Arquette. Uh, Arquette. Uh... Ah, you He was, uh, he's now Alexis, he's now a she, he's now Alexis, well, Arquette, he but he was away? Robert. And she, he, did, did she it, pass away? I think so, actually. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Rest in peace. But it was, uh, in this, he is credited as Robert Arquette yes. in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Rosanna Arquette's in this too, as the junkie. And, uh, hello. Oh! Uh, <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> Throw away your trash a little quieter next time? Yes. <laughs> Um, I forgot. Yeah, she's in it with the, the one with the. He says all the shit in her face. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, she's. I don't see her in much. She's one of the uh, Weinstein uh, blacklist persons. Like, she wouldn't fuck around with Weinstein, and he told people not to work with her. But he's such a charming man. <laughs> yeah. Right. God, he had so much power. Yeah, no, I'm glad. I think Rosanna Arquette's going to have a resurgence now. She's going to have a Mira Sorvino where we're going to start to see them a lot more, I think, again, which is wonderful because I love them. <laughs> yeah, I. it was weird, yeah, because I remember her for a good stretch during the 90s. And then and that then, was it. That's it. Yeah, the fucking asshole Weinstein. Uh, yes, and then we get straight into Vinny uh, taking out, wait, what's his first name? Vincent. Vincent. Uh, Vegas. I'm just gonna call him Vegas. But that's also it's Vega. What? Vega. It's not even... Yeah, because I didn't watch this movie. I don't. I don't. It, I've never even seen Pulp. Fiction. You've never seen no. it. Pump Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> pump. Pump. Uh, but uh, no, he's the brother of Vic Vega, who is Michael Madsen's character in Reservoir Dogs. Okay. So they're the Vega brothers, which oh. Tarantino like talked about maybe doing that movie at some point with. Mm-hmm. With uh, Travolta and Matson as psycho brothers or whatever, but that never came to be. There's a connection, true romance too, with uh, Reservoir Dogs. Yes, where, uh, Alabama. Of, yeah, yeah. I worked with an associate named Alabama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's I. Lo- I kind of wish he would have done that more and just like keep connecting this. Yeah, but the, I guess after a while, it's the maybe, Tarantino verse. Yeah, you start. Oh yes, the extended Tarantino yeah. universe. But he was doing it, you know, before Marvel was like getting back into this movie. Yes. The dance is great. Everything is great in that scene. Um, but afterwards is what I remember. The yeah, that's the big mm-hmm. centerpiece scene of the movie is the overdose scene. Uh, I actually kind of love like not to, not to be like the different guy, not to say like the scene that everybody loves isn't mm-hmm. the best. But, like, I love the lead-up to that. 
Like when he's the flirting, you know. Yeah, the flirt, and then like him, like in the bathroom, being mm-hmm. like, "You're not gonna do this. She's gonna go home. You're gonna jerk off. You're gonna go to bed." Like I love that scene. So you're gonna go out there. You're gonna say good night. I've had a very lovely evening. Walk out the door. Get in the car. Go home. Jerk off. And that's all you're gonna do. Like it's so funny. And then the craziness happens. But uh, it's uh, well. But that, yeah, I mean, you have to have the You have to have the build-up to, to get to the, up. yeah, big. But I almost kind of like the, the the foreplay more than the uh, action in the movie a little bit. Well, because they really start to hit it off on the dance floor. There was some chemistry beforehand, right, but right. it was just like clicking on the dance floor. Uh, and I, I wonder how many takes that dance took. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. But it's a great scene, too. It's a great... It's, yeah, it's awesome. I think I, I want to say... From a documentary I may have watched, uh, maybe on like the Pulp Fiction DVD or something, it's a recreation of a scene from like something from the fifties. Which, like, of course, it's yeah, Tarantino, it's... but uh, it's great in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's so good. The Coolerator was crammed with TV dinners and ginger ale, but when Pierre found work, the little money coming worked out well. C'est la vie, c'est the old folks. Well, what he does, and this is just my opinion, is I think he finds a scene he likes and he's like, that scene could be a lot better. I'm going to put it in my movie and make it better. I don't have a problem with that. I've never had, I don't care. He's a self-proclaimed rip-off artist. Like, that's what the words he's used before. He says, I'm a rip-off artist or whatever. And I think he really is, and I like, that's what I like about him. He he does a grab bag of best of moments of weird shit and puts it into one concoction of a bunch of weird shit. And I'm like, oh, I like all this stuff. (laughs) Do you notice how many times Vega is in the bathroom? Yeah, that's like where he hangs out. Well, it's foreshadowing. That's where he's going to die. Yeah, but yeah, you only need it once. But they put him in there because he's talking to himself in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You know what you're gonna do. He's at one point taking a shit, reading the book where he's in the shorts mm-hmm. and he looks like a dork. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then when he dies. Yeah. But I guess we'll get into. Uh, then we go on to the boxer. Yeah. Oh, but what I wanted to say about the heroin thing when she snorts the heroin and then basically. I don't know how she's alive because she looks dead. Yeah. She looks awful. Yeah. But every time he smacks, you know, the needle, they don't, they don't, they kind of, they just show her get up, right? Right. You don't really see like the actual insertion of the needle. You hear it. Yeah. You hear it. Yeah. You have to crack through the bone to get in there. So you kind of hear it pop as it goes in there. Yeah. It's, and then you see it sticking in there. It's just still there. It so seems like that would be a really hard special effect to get in there. And those yeah, those things are hard to like. Like, yeah, how would you get that needle? They're is heavy. Like, is it like maybe fake skin over her? It's K and B. It's K and B who did this, so they're the masters. They know. <laughs> they they know how to do this shit. That's actually something I'd like to see how they made it stick into the chest so well. Yeah. Also. Then they cut to them driving home, and she tells her uh, Fox Force 5 joke. Mm-hmm. But when, uh, could you imagine pulling that out? Yeah. That probably is gross. <laughs> That's probably a nightmare. So you have yeah. to reach the heart. So you're pulling it out of your the heart. heart. And th- back through the bone you had to get through. Yeah, I feel like you need to You're scraping it. a bone and pulling it out of your heart. <laughs> Ooh. Anyway, uh, on to the um, butt watch. That's what I call this scene. Yes. The... Christopher Walken's just like, your father snuck it out 
in his butt for like two years, and then I put it in my butt for a few years. Yeah. The way your dad looked at it, this watch was your birthright. You'd be damned if any slope's gonna put the greasy yellow hands on his boy's birthright, so he hid it. In one place he knew he could hide something, his ass. Five long years he wore this watch, up his ass. Then he died of dysentery. Give me the watch. I hid this uncomfortable hunk of metal up my ass two years. Then, after seven years, I was sent home to my family. And now, little man, I give the watch to you. The the sort of punchline of yeah. like he died of yeah. dysentery is really funny to me every time like he shoved it in his butt and then he died of dysentery like <laughs> it's a it's a really good it it's a good shit joke like it's a good poo yeah. joke in like an a-list movie and a good poo joke in an a-list movie is like my that's my everything so <laughs> do you think initially he wrote it to be serious but then they just watched christopher walk and deliver it because i laugh no, I think that was totally purposeful. Okay, I think they good. knew that they were doing like it's a butt it's a butt joke. It's gonna be funny. Like they knew no. it was gonna be funny. They just knew they had to play it straight in order for the he, comedy to go through. He hands it to him like it's a good thing. He's like, How many asses is Yeah, this and the kid is just kinda like it's like Thanks. <laughs> but it leads to that this is part of the story. This is the only part of the story where I felt the runtime a little. Well, no, I didn't feel the runtime of the whole thing. Just this scene, and I'm like, mm, like yeah. This is I, a yeah. long talking scene. Yeah, this is a very long. This is a Tarantino monologue scene. Yeah, maybe we should have edited it, it down a little bit, but whatever. The movie's amazing. Uh, but even when he's uh, the boxer is with his girl, I was like, it's a little long. I'm like, yeah. we could sped this up a little bit. Um, yeah. But she forgets his watch, and then he has to go back, and then he kills Vega on the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is a pretty... This, I always forget how yeah. long this section of the movie is. Like, this is a huge half of the movie. And this tape is long. This tape is like two hours and 40 minutes. Yeah. It's... Yeah. They're, I mean, they're stretching how how long a uh, VHS can go. Cause yeah, there's, got, a, there's a lot of tape in this plastic. Yeah. <laughs> it's not very good, either. Well, I might have done that. That might have just okay. been from watching this a hundred times. Because okay. <laughs> the whites on it are really blown out. Yeah, that might just be time, I feel yeah. like. I've watched this a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was a, not a good watch. Even on my computer or in on the big screen, it's just like, mm, not very good. Yeah, I've, I've put some fucking miles on yeah. this. I, I, I mean, we're kind of yeah. talking about how we feel about the movie. I, Pulp Fiction is my number four favorite movie of all time. I have yeah. put some miles on this day. It's my fourth favorite movie of all time. It's got some miles. <laughs> yeah, I've never actually put together a list of my top ten, but this is this is one that made me want. To, I mean, I don't know. It was it was ones that made me want to read screenplays, true romance, and Pulp Fiction. I mean, Pulp Fiction. Because <laughs> um, I've never actually seen it, uh, but I've read the. I've right, never read, read the. You ever seen it, but yeah. you read the script. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't read, so I just watched this a hundred times. So Well, reading's for stupid people. <laughs> reading doesn't do nothing for you. Except make you dumber. That's right. It's a proven scientific fact. Good or English is dumb. Yeah. Just um, watch movies and tapes. <laughs> just let it spoil your brain. <laughs> That's America's way. Uh, so, yeah, when we go further into the whole... Then we get the hillbilly rape scene. But when he hits... Wiley, uh, Marcellus Wiley, <laughs> like, Wallace. I, I mean Marcellus Wallace. Yeah, I love that. Like they're they're two expressions when they look at each other. If you need someone to go to court, I will be glad to help, okay? That guy was a drunken maniac. He hit you, and then he crashed into that car. Who? 
him. He does the, uh, it's like the uh, psycho scene when uh, she's running away with the money from the boss and then she sees the boss crossing the street. It's like the same double yeah. take they do. It's a so a ripoff moment, what? but again, it works what? here. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. I mean, what? Except the difference is he just smashes right into right, it. whereas she just keeps driving. <laughs> and then we get we get a Kathy Griffin yes appearance, which then, pay attention because that might come back in another episode. <laughs> apparently, they were friends. They were all in the same circle there for a while. I guess maybe. I think they were. I think like uh, Phil Lamar. Um, Tarantino, Kathy Griffin, some of these other like side people, mm-hmm. they all did the acting class. Because remember, Tarantino was trying to be an actor first before he was trying to be a filmmaker, and they all were in like acting classes and shit together. But I'm sure they're like, you can sleep on my couch if you put me in your next movie, right? Right, like and that. like for like somebody, you know, yeah. for Phil Lamar and Kathy Griffin, this was a fucking slobber knocker. <laughs> yeah, you know? this was like, a big one for them. Man, I'm glad I became friends with them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, but yeah, it goes, and then we get the hillbilly rape scene that even though I know this is coming every time, it's just so far out of left field. Yeah. It's a crazy scene and it's like, it's, it's the gimp, which is fucking hilarious. I love the gimp. I just, it cracks me up every time. Um, and I then just don't get it. Like what? They keep a gimp. I, I know. <laughs> like, I know. In, don't in, you? <laughs> in, a, in a giant it's awesome me. wooden I'm, I'm your gimp. Uh, <laughs> Not only that, he's in a, like a, a giant wooden chest. Yes. That has like bars that they have to slide out to right. get this guy out. Right. And I'd be pissed too. That is very uncomfortable sleep like Because he's not small. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's uh. I love that. It fucking cracks me up. Wake um, up the gimp. But he's sleeping. <laughs> Wake him up. It's like, what? But like, what? I don't know. I don't even know where you come up with that. That's like, you got really high one night and you're just like, wouldn't it be funny if a bunch of hillbillies had a gimp? Yeah. And they were just like, they were, they took Marcellus Wallace, huge Ving Rames, and yeah. they're like taking advantage of him. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's the guy, it's the guy from The Mask, the villain. Yeah. And it's Dwayne Whitaker, like, horror character actor extraordinaire who is also in Tarantino's circle. Well, bring out the gimp. The gimp's sleeping. Well, I guess you just have to go wake him up now, won't you? got a great look to him mm-hmm. he always looks like a creep yeah you apparently the nicest guy in the world though yeah oh i'm sure i'm sure everyone in all these movies that we watch throughout this time the weirder looking they are the great the yeah, great people <laughs> it's like, it's just like there's not many george clooney's where he looks you know like george clooney and, and, he's and is also, as nice as george clooney. Nice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> most of them will probably be a complete dick but yeah i guarantee it the horror cons the ones you want to, the ones you want to meet, go to the ugliest ones you can find. <laughs> no offense, sorry, but I mean, come on. More, don't say it, more interesting, because there are some people that are like not ugly; they're just like interesting looking too. Yeah, they are like they're, uh, but they're a super nice, guy, and they usually are. So, no, you should go to the people with like three eyes. <laughs> they're, they're, they're the nicest. Yes. <laughs> Welcome. Would you like some uh, sesame seed cake? <laughs> oh my god! Thank you. I would. And they only charge you ten dollars. Yeah. And they give you a free picture. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the best ones. Those Love are them. the days. <laughs> I miss those. Uh, so yeah, going on after the rape, he gets away. 
He gets in the motorcycle, and then we go to Phil Lamar getting shot in the back of the car. Yep, I shot Marvin. Yeah. And I love how Vega is like, you you hit a bump. And he's like, no, you didn't. It was, it's like, there's no bump. Yeah, he just, I don't know. It's what's so funny about that moment is just how just accidental it all is. You know, like he, you could tell he isn't trying to kill yeah. Marvin. It just happens. Well, he's such a sloppy, um, I don't know, hitman. Hitman. Yeah. Like he's so sloppy. He's in the bathroom taking a shit while he's supposed to be killing someone. He's bad mouthing the wolf, or you know, like kind yeah. of disrespecting the wolf who's just there to help. And then yeah, it's just he kills. I just I, I love how much of a dipshit yeah. he, he is. Yeah. And it, it was just a matter that. of time that he would die. It was just a matter of time. It's actually kind of a miracle that he made it to almost four. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It, I think I think that's what makes this movie so yeah. funny, is that you have these characters in these crazy, you know, action yeah. sort of scenarios, but they're all ridiculous characters. They're yeah. all so silly. And yeah, he's so stupid. Like and goofy. Yeah, I. He is. He's. He was so good, and there's times that I forget. It's um, you know, it's John Travolta. I yeah. It's just one of the few roles I think he's disappeared in because like, mm-hmm. you know, Face Off and Broken Arrow where he's insane. <laughs> yeah. He's insane, but he's John. You know, he's John Travolta being insane. Like yeah. in this, he disappears. He is Vincent Vega in this. You know. Ain't it cool? <laughs> I just love it when he's. Yeah, but they they go off, they they shoot, and uh, then you have Harvey Keitel comes in here, but another weird, I mean, they clean up, and you get one of the greatest lines, you know, where he's like, this is some gourmet shit! (laughs) Mmm, god damn, Jimmy, this some serious gourmet shit. Me and Vincent would have been satisfied with some freeze-dried taster's choice, right? (laughs) And he springs this serious gourmet shit on us. What flavor is this? Knock it off, Julie. What? I don't need you to tell me how fucking good my coffee is, okay? I'm the one who buys it. I know how good it is. When Bonnie goes shopping, she buys shit. I buy the gourmet expensive stuff because when I drink it, I want to taste it. I love that. And then you get Quentin Tarantino, like, saying the N-word, like, 10, 12 times in a row. And I was like, oh, man, I couldn't do that. That was, you know, that was, feel his, bad. that was his thing for a while. Though. I know. Like, it was, uh... He was pushing the limits. He's yeah, pushing being the edgy, you know? Like, whatever. It's not cool now. And he doesn't really do it now. I mean, he still well, writes it in his scripts, but at least yeah. he's not the one saying it in the movies. <laughs> I just think this was, like, during the 90s, kind of a 90s thing where, like, do you remember the 90s when people were claiming that, like, yeah, racism's almost over? And you're like, what? Like, you're not from Missouri. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, the 90s were totally that time. Like, yeah. the progressive 90s or whatever. Yeah. Where it was just like, you know, white people thinking they can get away with it. Saying I mean, the well, they did. They yeah. did get and away they with did it. get away yeah. with saying the N-word. Like, nowadays, now we're so heated and everything yeah. that, like, you can't even say nachos. But, like... Which what, sound really good right now. I would eat some nachos. Yeah. Um, but, uh, like, yeah, it's uh, it, the thing about it is, it's like Tarantino said the n-word in this movie like a lot and it's in it yeah the, the defense is it's the character it's not the man but it's like here's, yeah here, but <laughs> i'm not gonna be mad at him for doing it then i just don't want him to do no, it now. no no I, <laughs> I don't want him to do it now well i'm not gonna sit there and like i'm not gonna watch his movies right, because right. he did something 20 years ago right, i'm just right, saying exactly. watching it even then i was probably like what <laughs> and now i'm more of like what? Really? Damn. Do you think his balls that are so big are clanking together? <laughs> I mean, that that took courage. And that's the kind of courage like I wouldn't want. I don't want that type of courage. Yeah, I'm not uh, gonna, I'm mm. not I'm not about to be pushing those buttons. Well, especially yeah, yeah, but no, I would never no. I wouldn't do it then either. <laughs> no, you'd never direct anything ever again. I, even even in I'd be killed <laughs> yeah. if I did that, which again, I don't want to do. I'm not saying I want to do it, but I'm saying today's world, I yeah. would be killed if I had a character, not even like myself, if yeah. I had a character who was racist like that? No, and I would. Not I would a bad write. Guy. I would write a racist character. Yeah, but, but he's I not a bad be, guy though. He's yeah. kind of like a supposed to be a likable character in this. But, yeah, I know. But he's kind of just a likable scumbag in this. Well, yeah, yeah I, I would still write. Like, I don't have a problem writing it, but I wouldn't write it in. Like, I couldn't put it in a white guy. Yeah, like I would just feel bad, and that's probably why I will never be a good script writer. And I've never wrote a script, so 
uh, just made up a complete scenario of a different life I lived. Uh, anyway, back on to non-racial stuff when, you know, cleaning out the brain matter. Did you notice the chunk of brain that's in um, Samuel L. Jackson's hair? Yeah. Yeah, he's I just got that. like a hunk of yeah. skull and blood just hanging out in his uh, his luscious hair. Yeah, uh, I love that. And then how he's such a jerk to Wolf. Well, he's not a jerk. He's just like, a oh, please would be nice. Like, <laughs> God, you're such a dummy, Vega. Um, yeah, and then we get on to the swine talk in the uh, diner, which yep. I love. Now, see, I've read that portion of the screenplay. Mm. I always love... That because that's how my dad feels about um, pork. Like he's just like dirty, nasty animal. <laughs> and a funny story on that: my dad one time he doesn't like pepperoni. He won't eat pork, um, and he's not Jewish. He's, he's just I won't eat pork. Okay. Uh, so it's it's funny. So one time when I was a kid, he told me pepperoni was made of horse. And so my grandma was just like, "What would you like on your pizza when we were at Pizza Hut?" And I'm like, "Not pepperoni." And she's like, I thought you liked pepperoni. Yeah, that's until I found out it was made of horse. <laughs> Who told you that, Dad? Immediately, because this is his mom. Boom, on the phone. And he, just, <laughs> he cracks up when my dad uh, knows he's caught. He, like, does this, like... <laughs> and he puts his hands in it. And I do this when I laugh a lot, so I get that from him. But he goes even further when he, he ducks like, down. He, he, ta- he takes... Uh, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he accepts hides. it, yeah, but he, he hides. hides. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's what he did. That's always so. I always relate this to them talking about that. Nice, yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, and then of course the, he knows right away. And then you know Vega goes to the bathroom. Yep, again. Uh, <laughs> and we get the we get the kind of wraparound. We kind of get back to the original story when we meet Tim Roth and Amanda Plummer, and they have more interaction. They have the the bad motherfucker. Vincent, <laughs> be cool, Yolanda. It's cool, baby. It's cool. We still just talking. Come on, point the gun at me. Point the gun at me. There you go. Now, Vincent, you just hang back and don't do a goddamn thing. Tell him we're still cool. Still cool, honey bunny. How we doing, baby? I, I gotta go pee. I'm gonna go home. Just hang in there, baby. You're doing great. I'm proud of you. And Ringo's proud of you. It's almost over. Tell her you're proud of her. Proud of you, honey bunny. I love you. I love you too, honey bunny. Now, I want you to go in that bag and find my wallet. Which one is it? It's the one that says bad motherfucker. That's my bad motherfucker. Open it up. Take out the money. Count it. How much is that? About fifteen hundred dollars. Okay, put it in your pocket. It's yours. Now with the rest of those wallets in the register. That makes this a pretty successful little score, huh? Jules, you give that fucking Nimrod $1,500 and I'll shoot him on general principle. No, Yolanda, Yolanda, he ain't gonna do a goddamn motherfucking thing. Vince, shut the fuck up! Wallet scene with Sam Jackson. Uh, Yeah, and then, like, and then the movie just kind of ends peacefully, you know? Like, after all of that, after you're kind of, like, riding high for, like, hours, then the movie just kind of, like gently leaves (laughs) i i think it ends i mean i I assume in my mind jules did retire and he becomes a peaceful bum uh wandering and oh and they of course they get kung fu yeah they do the kung fu reference yeah of course comes back in kill bill when they're watching kung fu (laughs) you're just gonna wander the earth peacefully you're gonna be a bum (laughs) but i love how they know right away that tim roth yeah, and his girl, both of them. I don't know their characters' names. I already forgot. Uh, um, Honey Bunny Re- pumpkin? and... Pumpkin? Yeah, pumpkin, pumpkin and Honey yeah. Bunny, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I love how, like, Jules is looking right at him. You are such a piece of shit. You are terrible at this. You know, like, yeah. th- there's no need to be this mean and over the top in the robbing because everyone would just give you the... Yeah, yeah. This is a robbery. 
give me your wallets. I'm going to peacefully leave. Listen, I don't want to hurt anyone. But instead, they're like, we're going to blow your heads off. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to waste every motherfucker in here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that's a, I would not want her mad at me because I feel like. I wouldn't be intimidated so much by her, but her voice would make my ear hurt. Yeah, she can get up there. Yeah. She like she her decibel yells. levels. So the uh, the soundtrack starts with that, of course. Yes, and I'm gonna yeah. waste every motherfucker in here. And then like they hear mm-hmm. the gunshot, and then the, the song start. It's great. I think I owned this soundtrack at one time, but I don't know what happened to it. It just like I have a bunch of with CDs you probably ended still. up with the rest of the yeah. CDs, which yeah. <laughs> I put I put all my old CDs in spindles and I just keep them in the closet because there's like what do I what am I my, yeah, do my CDs yeah. are in the closet too. It's yeah. like I can't get rid of them and I don't I have so few of them now yeah. that like it actually isn't like my problem like with everything oh. else I have in my life. Uh, <laughs> I have so few of them that I yeah. can't just put them in a box and keep them in the closet. No, I have like a couple hundred in there and I'm like, what am I gonna do with this? Oh, well. Sell them for pennies at a... At a yeah. I don't want to sell them for pennies. I want to keep them until I'm dead. And then I want to make my damn kids or whoever put up with... Yeah, get, get rid, rid of, of them. them. Yeah. You deal with it. That's my wish on my deathbed. You deal with them. Good. Good. All these two. You deal with them. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, that's going to be a problem yeah. when, I'm, when I'm gone. Who's going to have to deal with my movies? I'm sorry uh, in advance, but not sorry because they brought me joy. <laughs> I'm smi- I smile a lot in life, but really at the end, I just want everyone to deal with my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Piles of old analog and digital shit. Yes. Uh, that's going to end it with this one. Uh, do we want to put anything in the museum? Uh, I'm putting the whole movie in the I... museum because it's <clears throat> my fourth favorite movie of all time. <laughs> Yeah, I everything. Everything's good. I guess if I had to put one thing, I really want to put Bad Motherfucker Wallet in there. I wanted that so bad in high school. So did I. And I was like, and I was that kid in high school, and my parents were like, no. But they did buy me a shirt. Uh, I think they bought me a shirt that said bad motherfucker, but they were like, don't wear this at school. You know, like, don't wear yeah. this where you can embarrass us. So I think they got me a shirt that would not get me the wallet. <laughs> it's funny too, because now you used to make them go to all your stuff and they probably still do occasionally. And they're all just like, we thought we could teach them not to embarrass us. Now we're just living in embarrassment. <laughs> I am just constantly being an embarrassment. <laughs> uh, that's not true. Maybe. Yeah. But maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. I mean, you do have a living Pinocchio in their basement. Yes, I had a Pinocchio somewhere, so it's haunting their house. I could see it when you visit. And you're like, Matt, could you take your... Please vicious, get this thing out of here. It's <laughs> just little Pinocchio. No, Mom! I don't have room for it. Okay, he can stay here, but I'm pretty sure he's, he's satanic. Haunting. He's yeah, haunting the house. He's, he's satanic, Matt. But anyway... Have a cookie. <laughs> like, I imagine your mom just being super nice. It would put up with a satanic Pinocchio. Yeah, my mom is yeah. super nice and puts up with, like, all my shit, so. <laughs> God bless her. Right when you turn off this camera, Matt is an asshole. It's, <laughs> it's an amazing turn. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Uh, so, that'll do it for this week. We'll come back next week with another Taron Tober film, which we already spoiled, but we'll pretend... You guys will have to come back and figure out or rewind this episode to figure it out. But yeah, we're coming back. More Tarantino. More gourmet shit. Yep. Click.